Today, we're back with successful entrepreneur, Jonathan Otto, and he wants to share the most important investment you need to consider. Join us for this awesome conversation. The best thing to invest in, people are going to be shocked at what I'm going to tell people to invest in. Not only is it the first thing you should invest in, it's the thing you should invest in the most, most often, most frequently, and arguably the most amount of money. Investing Secrets with Kevin Attride. Well, it, just to summarize this last part of the conversation, I think it's really important to highlight you're a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing things that you wouldn't normally do because you want to learn. Yeah. And so as investors, it, it's thinking about how are you going to take a step out of your comfort zone to continue learning. Yeah. And in addition, you want to find the opportunity to provide value to people. And so when you're an investor, how can you provide value to people that can lead to deals? Yeah. Deals leading ultimately to the goal of how do you, uh, how do you provide value in others' life to the point where you're bringing significance? Yeah. And this woman Elizabeth or uh, the people in Mozambique or, or other places, how are you helping them in a way of which it's transforming their lives? So as investors, if it's just about, as you said, Making a hundred million dollars, you know, making a million dollars, making a hundred thousand dollars. Is that really going to provide happiness? Is it going to provide significance or is it a matter of stair stepping of learning value, uh, to significance so that your life is enriched by enriching others' lives? You got it. You got it. And it's just, that's the way to live. And that, that gives you so much meaning and connection around what you're doing. It's the thing that doesn't, it's not the steam that runs out, that's the steam that keeps going. The wealthiest Americans utilize private banking. I recommend the experts at Living Wealth when you're ready to implement this strategy. And so you've, we've known each other for right around 10 years. And, and so, and then you, like during that time, I've never, I've never technically worked for somebody, but I've always worked for people mm-hmm. because I've always worked for the pe- people that I serve. They, they then in that sense are my boss, but I'm not, but I've in it, but I've been paving my own way because I, because all, everything I'm doing is in natural health as well. We, um, you know, we don't get funding from anywhere. It's all been, um, through grassroots and creating something. Uh, and in the case, I, for example, investing secrets for for people that are looking to create value for me what i would do is there would be subject areas for example right now i'm airing a series on depression anxiety and dementia mm-hmm. teaching people how to help um prevent and reverse these conditions mm-hmm. and so do you think you know does me like, and this I'm, really affects all of us like, all of us can be depressed from you know time to time exactly and so which is a great point that you're bringing up because people should be sewing into their health as well. If you want, so where I talked about investing in yourself, the food you put into your body is an investment in yourself. And sometimes the things that you're not putting in your body is just as much important. Often it's just as important as the things you are putting in your body. For example, saying, okay, I've researched that gluten-free is a better diet. It makes your mind more clear. That's an investment you just made in your mind. And you, you read the National Institutes of Health study from 30 years ago where they showed that people with schizophrenia, when they were taken off wheat for 30 days, they went mostly asymptomatic and then they reintroduced it and they became, it became mostly symptomatic with schizophrenia. And then you look at the studies on depression, anxiety and bipolar and wheat consumption, like eating, eating just the simple food of bread because of this protein that was engineered. It 
it affects the brain and it creates some of these things for, for some people or most people potentially. And so then when you take some of these things out, it makes a difference. But so, and you're, you're investing in yourself, you're investing in your mind and then you're, you're starting to actually change as a person. You're showing up in a different way, in a more powerful way and you have more energy, you have more focus and your life is basically resembling that which you, the direction you're going in. Lots of people, they, if you want to create massive wealth, you want to be around to experience it and not lose your mind. And so anyway, coming back to the thing that I was just bringing up about what it means to then work out how to tackle a subject area that's out of your depth. For example, yeah, sure, I'm an investigative journalist. Yes, I have a degree in journalism. And yes, I have some knowledge on certain things health-related. But like, man, I don't know exactly how to help people with dementia, uh, for example, or certainly I didn't then when I started it. But I did it because I had a vision that I wanted to help people with this. And I knew that if I could simply, again, find the right people that would teach us. And so I got all these doctors to come and speak for free about that on my show to teach how they did it. And I needed people that would show up as well and not say things like, well, you know, inside of my clinic, if you pay me a bunch of money, I'll teach you what I do to help people with dementia. I'd say, well, I'm sorry, you're not the person I want to interview. But none of the guys that I even talked to were like that. They were all wanting to share their wisdom. They were abundance thinkers. They were, yeah, exactly, which is amazing. Like they, they genuinely wanted to help people with this, with this, this thing. Like one of the medical doctors, Dr. Kathleen Toops, who was conducting Alzheimer's clinical trials when she had the three words she's trying to get people to remember. Then when she couldn't remember those same three words, she re- realized that she was as clinically impaired as the people that she was uh, surveying. And then she realized that even though I could, she could diagnose dementia as a medical doctor in Alzheimer's research, she had no idea how to reverse it. So she had to basically learn from materials like the ones that I create, go to conferences where people are teaching, like, here's the things. And she lost the ability to drive. And here is... Uh, a, a doctor today that if you if you had a consult consultation with her it'd be a three hour consultation she's so detailed her mind is so sharp she's on point she memorizes she knows her stuff she's because she took the time to learn how to reverse that challenge for herself by learning the path the pathway and she she actually did reverse early, early onset dementia and so for me I just want to put that in front of people and say well tell us everything you did and then she tells everything she did and then I release that for free so people can watch it I've created so much value and I've put so much time into that I know that this issue hurts people I've seen how it affected my family with my grandma with dementia and so for me it's so much meaning and power behind what I'm doing and then with that I am able to then help people to have a transformation. I, when you change people's lives, there's the law of reciprocity. Mm-hmm. Guess what they're going to want to do? When you get a great meal. They want to reciprocate. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And if you walked out of that meal without paying a penny for your meal, what would you feel in your heart? That's wrong. And your your heart knows that it's wrong. And And then even though, like, for example, it is free, so it's not wrong for someone just to consume that without purchasing but there is people that there's value there as well. And then for some people, they really feel like this had such an impact on me. This is something I feel good about. And then they go ahead and give that money. And in this case, it might be a $10, a $50, a $100, $300. And for me, I've, these are the kinds of price points that I've been doing, releasing material and giving massive amounts of value 
and then seeing people's lives changed. And so that has been the way that I've been leading. So if you have a vision, an idea, these are the types of things that you can embark on, interviewing people. And then you'd say, well, then how did you even get access to those people? How does, like, for example, because I went from having a degree in journalism to then doing a, uh, a graduate degree, a diploma in education so I could teach English. So now I'm just an English teacher. How do I get access to, like, nine-figure business owners and people that are the world's leading experts in certain subject areas, Nobel Peace Prize winners or Nobel Peace nominated uh, medical doctors and doctors of various fields, naturopathy, and how do I get access to these people and so that they not only um, – not only they will say yes to me, but they're actually eager to be on my show. And it's, you know, I'll get texts or calls like, hey, like, I saw you release something. Why didn't you invite me to be a part of it? Uh, I, I, I feel, I, I feel like I could really contribute. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll, like, I'll include you in the next one. How does that happen? Why, why are people now knocking? Impact. Yeah. You make it <laughs> such an impact that people want to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I had the audacity to ask the first person to interview with me. And guess what? People that have knowledge want to be asked about it. People that have love in their hearts to share their hard-won wisdom, they have a desire to share that. And I, and then I just trust that process. And all the imposter concepts or syndrome that goes through my mind of like, you're wasting their time. Who are you? This is not going to have any impact. No one's even going to watch this. You're just going to sit and waste all these people's time. You're, you're a, you're no one. You're nothing. You're not, you, you don't, you don't really care. You're just doing this for your own selfish reasons. You're just, you know, all these things that I had to fight. Like I had to fight every single day against these. It's thoughts. the mindset, that negative mindset to yeah. overcome or the scarcity mindset. There you go. Exactly. All of that. And then, then this belief that, that I cannot do this. And, and there's this program. It was like, imagine hearing the words, you will fail. You will fail. Like, uh, like, and that was the only, message that was set on a record and you sat it and you played it. It was just playing, you will fail, you will fail. That's what was going through my mind all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was even going through my time, my mind all the time when I was trying to get my business out. Mm-hmm. You'd say, oh, no, no, Jonathan must have mastered his mindset. Then he had the confidence to go do it. I was like, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I did not master that. And and then it's still, that record still plays in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I, I don't know if you heard this one. This one's powerful. Like, do you remember when you... um when you had cassettes, like if we're talking to millennials, they'd be like, no, no, we don't <laughs> remember. We didn't have you make a mix cassette. Yeah. You make a mix, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and you had your music uh-huh. and you would, like the radio would be on and you hit record. Yes. But, um, you actually, you couldn't erase it. Uh-huh. Like you actually couldn't just go and wipe it. It had a whole, you, you couldn't erase it. You actually had to write over, over it. it. Yes. So the thought, I will fail. I will fail. I will fail. You're a failure. You know everything you do goes to nothing. You know, so that, that repeated message actually has to be written over and actions speak louder than words. Actions come from a place of belief and that when you're sowing into yourself and you're choosing to believe a better reality for yourself, then you're rewriting that script, that program in your mind. When the dollar isn't buying what it used to, I recommend McIlvaney ICA for your gold and silver IRA or private collection to hold value for decades. And then you're creating that life and then, yeah, you'll see evidences. And then you also see evidences that, no, no, you really are, you really are a failure. You look at how that, that just failed. Nobody watched that thing. Nobody cares about that. Look at how that person wrote that really mean comment that said, 
for example, when I first released things and I had comments like, wouldn't this be great if it was released under another producer that was more knowledgeable mm -hmm. and was clearer with his words and his communication that knew how to ask better questions? Wouldn't this be so much better? Oh, you lost me on this one, Jonathan. Uh, um, and so, and so how, did you, <laughs> how did you not erase them but write over with words of affirmation? Sure. Because this is highly relevant for us as investors and people. So what did you yeah. focus on? Sure. I, um, there were cases where, for example, I'd say, well, that's a good point. I think I could be clearer in my questions. I think I could be more researched in the subjects I'm going into. So I, I tried my best not to take offense. First thing. <laughs> tried my best not to take offense. Then there were times where I'd put just the middleman so I didn't have to just read all those comments all the time because it's just like, man, this, I'm getting beaten up too much. I'm like, my head is too bruised and I can't handle this right now. So somebody else can look at that and just bring to me the things that you kind of really need to come to my attention. But I'm just going to work really hard to create the best possible value right now. And I kind of hear the general direction of where, where people are seeing some of the holes. And I want to make sure this is really clear. I want to make sure people are really getting value. So I think I could go harder into that. There are times when I'd release something and I just said, hey, guys, just wait a couple of days. I need to recorrect some of my things here. And I would just then go and go back to the drawing board and go, okay, I need more things that are more specific about the things that they can actually do. And I need to make sure I'm really diving into results. Like I, for example, you want to know now what this doctor, Dr. Kathleen Toops, that reversed her dementia, you want to know what she's got to say because it's a result that backs it. So make sure you focus always on results because that's what people want. You're always selling results. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's obviously the practical side. But, um, and then it, I just, the belief and the knowledge that people need help with this problem and I can solve this if I would, if I'm just willing to set the course and I really set that intention and, and, and I'm willing to make that happen. And so, and even if people say all this stuff, they could be wrong. Mm. And I had to have the audacity and confidence to say, no, no. And, and you could be the most stammering, um, person. And if you are delivering information that could cha change somebody's life, then don't shoot the messenger. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sure. I mean, perfect. I'm learning. That's great. Good for you. Good for me. What about you? And let's, let's go to where, what matters and let's create something that makes a difference. And so I then just kept like kind of picking up the pieces and, and making things and trying to find results and then share those with people, share facts and tools that people can use. And so then that's, and then, you know, that's how we did. Uh, we'll, we, you know, we've done multiple eight figures on the films that we've released into the world. That's, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool for me. It's, I mean, it was cool even when it was a few dollars because it was like, here's evidence that someone values this. Outside of that, it's hard to know whether it's really made an impact. If sometimes dollars can help you know that you've made an impact. Just, just a little bit. Well, and it's the scaling up of dollars has led to greater impact. Yep. Exactly. More significance to fuel your own personal mission. Exactly. And then that's allowed me then donate to these other charities and keep those running and be successful. It's allowed me to then hire people so that I can make sure that people get great experiences, that the customer service is great. 
and we're able to help people. And even though, yeah, there'll be times when something slips through the cracks and then that message, that's right, see, you are a failure. You, you didn't help people. Look at this person. They, they didn't get the help that they needed and you didn't respond. You didn't get your customer service. You did not get them over the finish line, but you just, instead of letting that message be there, you, you go back and you say like, how do we serve you better? What do we, how do we help you? How can we make this better? Uh, here's some, here's some, I want to give this to you for free. Um, and you just, you just, you make that work. And, and so that's, there are things like that. And that comes from a place of, um, that's wisdom because you're seeking to create value so that somebody is, um, you know, they're satisfied and they're happy and that that's actually good for you from business, but it's also compassion. It's actually thinking about them first. So they go together. Sometimes people do good things because they, you know, purely for selfish reasons, but, um, you know, it's, but, you know, doing it from a place where you, you, you want to create really good value for people. It mm-hmm. comes through in the end. Um, and you can make really substantial, um, you know, content and things that really make a difference. So on the theme of value, we've we've been talking a lot about investing in yourself. How, you know, to get practical, what are some things for investors from a financial aspect, but also you're an expert as a journalist in, in health realms. What are a number of things that people need to think about and how they invest in themselves? Look at the leaders in the subject areas that you're interested in. Let's say it's real estate. Look at what are the what are the events from some of the most well known real estate people that are being run this year? Where are they? Are there any close to your home? Uh, are there are there any that better better that good that it's worth getting on a plane and booking a hotel? Um, I've got one that I'm going to tell you about too. Um, Please, uh, but in terms of one that I think would be great for you to go to. So the, you know, it's an example. Like ask your friends and people that you know about what what um, kinds of avenues that they could use. This goes back to the whole networking piece. Exactly. Yeah. You know, ask around. It's just a simple question. Hey, do you know of any good events that I could attend? So events, um, books. Um, books is the lowest barrier of entry. It's low cost. And um, podcasts. Um, free YouTube videos that are from investors that, like these guys, they have a track record. Sometimes they have a lot of followers. Sometimes they don't. But they, they actually have results to speak. And so then, you know, watch those things and like learn that information and then seek to learn from that in a way in community. For example, like you'll learn some certain things, but you, it's said that your, your finances and your life will resemble the five closest people in your life. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if you don't have any people of, that are, if you want to be a business person, you don't have a single friend that's a business person. And again, I'm speaking to people at different levels. Or, or investors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so an investor would, they're making revenue somewhere and they want to invest their money. And so then they want to be around investors, which are business people. Um, but they want to be around investors. So you want to find where those circles are and, and, dive into there and provide value in those environments and learn. And, and then, um, yeah, so definitely being connected in that way, your network is your net worth, sowing in those seeds. Think about me, look at the channel that I went through. I, I didn't have any friends in business. 
Um, I was the only one in my friendship circle. No one in my family were in business. Um, I, I had to, I had to work this out kind of myself, but then I was able to stand on the backs of giants by going to conferences and learning from people. Like one of my mentors was a man named Mark Hoverson and he, he was done. I was, I did some films for him. I've learned from him. I, but, and he sadly died of neuroendocrine pancreatic cancer about three years ago. And he, that's the same cancer as Steve Jobs. And so it was, it was like surreal that the last video I shot with him was one which was raising money for his family mm-hmm. because with these cancer bills, even though he's successful through his life, he, all that revenue, and he, and he didn't make some wise financial choices with how he used that money. Like he, he generated somewhere around like upwards of 10 to 20 million in revenue through his business and career. But by the time of, you know, a few months before he died, there was nothing. And so, which plays into investing and life insurance policies and, right? Which is planning. Yes. All of it. Exactly. And that's what's so good about what you're doing, Kevin, that you're, that you're seeking to solve that problem. So people don't get into the situation. And I get a call from his wife saying, Hey, Jonathan, um, he's finally willing to do it. He's finally, he's willing to shoot. Like, Mm. can you do this? And so I just get on a plane and, and I, you know, I pay for my editors to do this. It's just like, this is a gift. And, and I wouldn't think twice about it. Of course, like I, and I'm, and I was honored that she would ask for help. And then we shoot the hardest video ever it, to, to explain to the world that, Hey, look, I'm dying and I'm not in a good financial situation. My family's not in a good situation. And then of which no person in the world wants to be in either position. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and then he was like, he was like a skeleton when I was interviewing him. And, and then and that raised $400,000, that GoFundMe campaign. So wow. like a, technically one of the most successful GoFundMe campaigns. And, and, you know, I, I didn't make a penny from it. Wouldn't dream of it. That went to help them get to what they needed. And people were really touched by that story. And, and anyway, like that was an example of just a friendship where I made a friendship at a conference. Mm-hmm. And the last couple of hours of it, instead of going into the room, I was just sitting and talking with people and meeting the leaders and just wanting to know them and learn from them. And, and I came with a hungry spirit so that that to them, they saw themselves in me. Back to lifelong learner. Yeah. Yeah. And then they saw that I, that I was, that I was interested in, in them. And even like when I think about it, I'm sure I did tons of awkward things. I'm sure I said tons of stupid things and, and, you know, had a look into public, you know, low self-esteem or whatever. And so that I would, uh, you know, not, not necessarily show up with all the confidence in the world, but I, whatever it was, it was enough. And, and whatever he had was enough. And there's just friendships that developed. And I would go out to his place in Arizona, Phoenix and learn from him and meet other people in the circles. And some of the things that like inside of some of that was in like online network marketing. Some of the things I ended up going, oh, I don't really feel that this is my area. There's some aspects of this world that I feel like maybe it doesn't create the value that it, that it thinks it does or whatever. And so I, I, I shifted paths a bit. I like felt, no, I think I'm not supposed to go fully in this direction, but there are many good things of what they're doing. And so I went in different directions. And, and again, they were like raising up young people and how to be entrepreneurs and 
And so there, there's good aspects of that. But then I just went into the areas that I, I best fit into. So anyway, like, so that's networks, relationships, events, um, books. Uh, and then, like, in terms of actual opportunities, like, what are the things to invest in? Then, like, one of my friends, uh, Joel, uh, he sold his company, Biotrust, for nine figures just recently. And that was... That was a huge kind of breakthrough for him. It's a supplement company. There's not like they don't, they're not always selling at those prices. He worked very hard. He worked up to that. He built that company from the ground up. He, he was a high school teacher back in the day himself. And so, and with him, again, so he's the level of business, like selling a company at nine figures, something that I haven't done. And it's not even something that I necessarily feel like I have to do or need to do, but, um, I learned, from from him when he would then because he was in food, I'm not good in food, but he is. And so then he'd bring like for example, I invested in a konjac noodle. Is that konjac? Mm. You know? Uh, no. no. It's like a it's typically from parts of Asia and it's yeah. like it's gluten free, low fat kind of foods that people can eat with a keto or paleo or whatever. Vet or vegetarian, vegan, it kind of caters to a lot of those groups. So arguably quite nice tasting. And I thought, yeah, that's a good company. That sounds good. And they had vetted it. And then to know, for me to know that he was on the board and he, he was committed to the success and that he, he'd invested, let's say he'd invested half a million dollars. Then for me, I'm like, okay, I got someone that I know and trust that is playing on this team. And so you're really betting on people. And he's betting on people, and so I'm going with some of his wisdom. Someone who's successful that you trust and say, I'm going to go with him. Exactly. And the same thing went the other way, where it was interesting, where it's like um, my friend Natalia, the the couple in Nevada, then they have something, and I'm like, oh, I really want to invest in this, but I've just deployed my capital in this direction in another deal in Puerto Rico in, in real estate, and I don't have that kind of capital right now for that kind of thing. It's like, hold on, let me let me reach out to. I was like, look, if I can close this, then let's what what percentage of the deal do I get grafted in at? And we just went back and forth. I'm like, what do you think is fair? And then we just, I was like, all right, let me see if I can find investors. And I was like, okay, I'll start with Joel. And then um and then Joel. So like, you became sort of a, almost like an affiliate. Yeah, exactly. It's bringing people into a deal. I was the connector. Yeah, and yeah. by doing that, I made. You know, like a very healthy commission, but then most importantly, firstly, that I was setting up my friend, like whoever I was going to ask with that in something that I would have done in a heartbeat. I wish that I had the capital right then to do that. But then, but then I was like, I'll start with Joel. Maybe he'll do a portion of that or whatever. It was like over half a million dollars, um, somewhere right around there. And then he's like, and then. Just the power of that introduction within like an hour, he's already closed on the deal. He's doing it. And, and it was just because he really, even though she, they're in the same mastermind group, he, they're technically in his mastermind, the, the investor part of his mastermind, but because of the relationship that I had with him, that he was, and then, and then when he was looking at the paperwork and I, we sent him the full like breakdown, he's like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. If you don't know where to start investing in real estate, I recommend Norada Real Estate Investments. Their counselors are impactful. Like, so here's somebody that like knows other businesses back to front, but he's not a big real estate investor. But he's, but then, 
And then he had his own structure. Because he trusted you and you had vetted the deal. Exactly. And he had another structure that he put in place, which was basically he he had absolved himself of the risk, which is only still relevant if you're dealing with people that are even at like that are ethical because it because there is all risk then because they they could just pack up and run and then you're going to file a lawsuit and you probably it's probably not even worth it um uh so anyway he had he had on on paper he basically had a risk strategy that had he had these legal guys do, do some things where they absolved themselves of the risk but and then Talia she's very confident uh in in that what how she'd done things so that was um really really cool seeing that play out. So he, in, in that sense, was letting people do what they did best. And But yeah, he would still listen enough. And again, like he's playing at that level where, I don't know, like other people should do more due diligence than that. That's kind of like not a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but nevertheless, you can see what he's doing. He's investing in people. And like with the, after making his company do the the numbers that it did, he himself found himself um, where he had... Um, been investing in about 20 different food companies and the average increase was uh, like a, around a five to like eight, 10 X around there that he'd seen with the majority of those, like more than half of the 20 that he invested in. And the other ones were just still like waiting kind of for it. None of them were um, like out of failures yet. Yeah. And some of them, you know, chances are there will be some, some, but that's the thing when you're investing as well if if you'd invested everything in one company versus in 20, you've, you're diversifying your risk, which you're really good at understanding risk, uh, portfolio, risk, uh, what's the word for it? Um, risk stratification. Yeah, there you go. And so that's the, that's the risk piece that you're, you're mitigating by investing in multiple things, but you're still wanting to make sure you're following the, the right pathway with each of those deals. So I've invested in several deals. Another one was a, was a candy company. You're like Jonathan. Why would you invest in a candy company? You're like a health guy. I can I can tell you why. Because they're all sweetened with monk fruit. <laughs> it's not sugar. And so like, um, I was like a noodle company. And firstly, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to invest in that. I don't think that people should be eating like all this, um, you know, past like the gluten and stuff. Because what I believe in, I was like, I just don't feel passionate about this. I only. Everyone in life only has X amount of capital. Even if you're a billionaire, you only have X amount of capital. So why invest in something you don't really believe in, that you don't love, that you don't think is going to create a real result in the world? So, um, but then it was Conjac. I was like, yes, all right, that's great. It's gluten-free. I'm all about this. I'm going to invest an actually good chunk of money in this one, in this sweet, sweet company. Yeah. And again, like I'm not an expert in that area. He is. Others are the other people in, the, in those groups. And again, the numbers all had to make sense as well. And that's kind of more specific for another time because those numbers, even if they're great people, like you could still be with someone that's had great success, but really you're still getting set up for a dodgy deal that is destined for you to kind of sink money into places and you're not really going to win. They will win, but you won't. And um, there are people that they're kind of more common people that do deals like that. So you, you really have to um, take time with people to, to see that. But then the numbers have to make sense. For example, the valuation of the company. You, if you get in on a level and the company is far overvalued and you're investing in something that really isn't valued at those numbers and then you look at like a case, you know, who did this, um, evaluation of the company? Who did it? How many 
different evaluations did you get? Or if you got it, it just this one evaluation, who was the company and how did they evaluate it that way? And does that even make sense in your mind? Should this company be valued at $50 million? No, I don't think it, and again, some companies are, and that'd be great investment because it's, it really, it, and then typically you want to get into companies where it's a, it's a very conservative evaluation. It's, they're really, um, the numbers are, are kind of like unfair toward them, but you, but they, they want your money and they want your investment and they, you, maybe you come with something else into it. The best investors are ones as well that come with strategy, come with connections, come with an interest in having that company succeed. And so then that's the money that they like the most as well. And good companies also won't receive that money. They would be like, no, we don't want to accept these types of investments for these types of investors because they're just going to give us headaches. They're going to be, uh, they're not going to be of any help or assistance. And sometimes, yeah, it's okay to accept people's money, even though they're not going to help you at all. That's fine because you just need the capital. But, um, but, you know, some of those things when they line up just like that, where people come with skills and, yeah, that's, that's really, really great. So the, the numbers need to make sense. Um, the evaluation needs to be right. The multiple, the, are other companies selling? Because really you're, you're trying to ride that up. You're basically wanting to invest in a company when it's evaluated at three, five, ten million, whatever that number is. They focus on companies more around that realm because that, when you think about it, that's exactly what Joel and in the, his business partner, Dan Fleischman, what they, what they themselves did themselves, they were successful in that. They weren't necessarily successful with companies going from 1 billion to 10 billion. And there's some, some companies do that. They may be really great at that, but they were really great at getting companies that were valued at more like 1, 2, 3, 5, 10 million, or even 500,000, a million, and then taking those to 50, 100, 200 million dollar companies. Um, and, and obviously, technically, if you got in a $3 million valuation, it went to 30 million, you take 10 extra money. There's more numbers to put into that mix, but you're looking for those upsides. And are there companies that are selling in that realm at those prices? Is this a good product? Does it compete well in that space? Um, and you know, do they have proof of success? If they haven't made any sales yet, don't invest in that. I, I, I if I'm talking to, um, some people I'm talking to may be seasoned investors. Some people I'm talking to, uh, uh, it's their first investment. Don't invest in somebody's napkin idea. Generally, I mean, some people give you these kind of stories that are just amazing that where they did, but don't let that become like a reason for you to do something like that unless you really have some other reason that you think that that's going to be a wise move. You need to have see proof of results because why are they asking you for money if they can't prove it yet? Jonathan, what can you tell us from investing in yourself from a health perspective? Sure. I would say, like, firstly, you know, put good things in and don't don't put bad things in. So, for example, like drinking water that's filtered, in your case, from a Berkey um, filter that uses carbon filters and fluorine filters and chemical filters. Like water is, you're going to drink a lot of water. Look at other water, like hydrogen water. There's 1,200 studies, just short of 1,200 studies done on hydrogen water, 120 studies done on cancer and hydrogen water. Um, look at the benefits of something like that if you want to, if you're looking at disease reversal or if you're, there's even a study done on hydrogen water versus coffee and 10% increase in energy versus on hydrogen water versus coffee. So which one comes with the crash? The coffee, which one comes with other you know, negative effects of caffeine, mental, I know it makes me moody. Sometimes I'm super tired and I feel like I need it. Why don't you hydrogen water instead? So just more knowledge, more wisdom is the first thing. Invest in yourself in the same way with health knowledge. Read books, 
watch videos, you know, buy, go to events. Again, you know, some people are like, why would I go for it to an event for health? It's not a bad idea. It's a good idea. But develop a community around health. If you, if everyone you're around, all they're eating is steak and potatoes or fast food every day, then you want to make sure you've got people in your life that are also going in that other direction. Don't cut people off because they eat steak and potatoes. Just go, just bring in other people to, to help you up-level in that way. But the more plant-based food, look at the Blue Zone studies with Dan Bootner from the National Geographic when he showed the five longest living groups of the people were high plant-based types of diets. They Only one of them was vegetarian, but that one is the one in America. It's, some argue that that, that, that was the, that was the best philosophy, but the other ones just had less meat. So that's a good way to start thinking about more plants, less meat. Um, but again, I wouldn't diet, I wouldn't polarize things and make it all about one thing. Cause some people are vegetarian vegans if they're really very unhealthy because they're not making conscious choice, conscious choices. But look at things like parasites and think, what if, what if I, what if I did a parasite cleanse, jump on Amazon or order a parasite cleanse, see if it has any benefit? Because people traditionally do these things all the time. And I would say if someone's never done a parasite cleanse, then you need to do one because that's that's something that you haven't ruled out. And it's not only something you haven't ruled out, people are just saying it's the level to which we're infected by parasites. Why not lessen or eliminate that load? Heavy metal toxicity, um, looking at uh, cleanses for that using zeolite or fulvic acid, that's F-U-F-L. F-U-L-V-I-C, fulvic or humic acid, uh, both of those, using those. Like, look at tools to help you cleanse your body, take toxins out. We've all got toxins. It's going to clear our mind. It's going to do benefits for us. Consider the information around taking wheat, specifically out of the diet, which is which is like referred to as gluten. But there are ancient grains that contain gluten that are not arguably toxic. Looking at, like, basically that's detoxifying the body. And then looking at substituting for example, drugs for natural medicines. Uh, let's say looking at, like turmeric has around 5,000 studies done on it. And it's, it's everything from like helping with the amyloid plaques for, in the brain, turmeric specifically, amazing. Um, inflammation. And so substituting these things uh, can be very powerful. Like if you're taking a drug for inflammation, which is typical. And so then you could try turmeric instead. That's just one example. And, and then, Seeing how you can substitute things out like that can be a huge hack to to try and like research the benefit of what you're getting. But that that's still symptom based if you do that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a good way in. Some of the things I'm talking about that help the symptoms also help the root cause. That's the types of things you want to go for. Things that are targeting both symptoms and root cause all in one. Turmeric will do that. And again, simply uh, the natural processes. Being out in sunlight is amazing. Um, being able to uh, you know, get in a sauna or get the body sweating, exercise, obviously. But there, when I did my film on dementia and Alzheimer's, I was surprised that the exercise was the most thing that was responsible for helping to push back that um, Alzheimer's and dementia. And technically, the thing that actually caused dementia the most was something that I didn't expect. I was, I was going to say food, but the, the, the research showed that retirement was the biggest thing that caused it. Interesting. Is that once you stop using your mind, you, you start lose losing your mind. Like a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, and then you see cases, like look at, look at cases of people with Parkinson's gait. So they're walking like, like a tin man, like, like basically they're going at snail speed. And then look at the same person that goes through, uh, where they're retracing their mind 
some of some of us refer to as things like conscious walking, but they're retracing their their mind. They're actively engaging their mind with physical actions, and they're actually a, the same person that's working like a tin man can dance like a ballerina. I can show you footage of it. Wow! You look at the work of Dr. Norman Deutsch, a medical doctor that talked about the neuroplasticity of the brain, and he he documented. I, I remember going to a functional medicine conference. I'm not a doctor that was getting certified in functional medicine, but I went to the conference. I went there to interview. But you see, that's where I picked up that, and I thought, wow, isn't that amazing? I never even thought. I thought it was going to be all through food, but it's through actually using the mind, mm-hmm. exercising. That's why when so I went going back to mind, uh, your mindset, how you use your mind. There you go. Toxic thoughts, huge. Like the way you see God is, is interesting because there's one study done on HIV where it was assessing the image that people had of God. And there was three different groups of people, atheists, uh, the person that believed in it, the Christian that believed in a vengeful view of God and a Christian that believed in a benevolent view of God. The atheist sat right in the middle. The, the one that had the lowest T-cell count, which their immune system, was the Christian that believed in a vengeful God. The ones that had the the highest T-cell count was the Christian belief in a benevolent, merciful view of God. And so when you think about it, when you have a merciless view of God, a harsh, critical view of God, and because you just, that's what you believe, often life circumstances create a set of events whereby, uh, and thoughts that make us feel like that is, that's just what it is. Because we've criticized a lot by our parents or our father or or teachers, or we were looked down upon, or friends, we, and these things then spoke to us in certain ways, made us believe that maybe the way we were interpreted the Bible was that way. Maybe that we got taught that way at church or school. But it's actually very harmful to the, bo- the body. It's very harmful to business. If someone wants to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to be able to understand God's love and mercy and forgiveness over all the choices you make. We were just talking about that as well. Like, oh, I made this wrong decision. I'm so stupid. How could I have done that? It's punishment. It's living under a penal system, which is penalty-based. And so then, you know, you see how people are set free from these things. Disease uh, as well, like the mind uh, under the oppression of a belief that it's not valued by the source by which it came from. That's critical. So just allowing that love in, being in nature and being able to uh, sense the sun shining on you and actually just saying, this is the warmth and love of God toward me right now. This, this breeze through the air is the cooling love of God. It's like, it's cooling me just, just because the temperature is just, it's like the touch of God on my shoulder. I'm loved by God. Uh, the air that I breathe, my lungs filling up is just God breathing into like Adam's nostrils, the breath of life. And then became a living soul. He's breathing into my nostrils right now and it's all motivated by His love. I'm not here as a slave. I'm not a servant. I am a, I serve Him, but I'm not a servant. I'm a son. I'm a child. I'm a daughter of God, and I'm so special, so precious, that will be so powerful, that will get you through the hardest circumstances, when all things go wrong, that will be the thing that gets you through, that will be the main thing that makes you then go, well, I'm going to go and do something good for my body, why don't people do things good for their body, why don't they help themselves, because they don't believe that they're valuable enough, they don't believe Mm -hmm. that God even wants them to be better, because they're not worth it, but if you're not, if you're not worth something, why do anything, you, you may as well just prove the truth that you believe to be true, which is you're worth nothing. So why don't you just do disease-causing things that create death because you're destined for death. You're not loved. You're not precious. But if you're destined for love and and to be um, celebrated and adored and loved and honored, then you will do things that support that. If you're someone of great value and you are greatly loved, 
you can train your mind to continue to promulgate that so you make decisions that continue to add to your value. You got it. Well, Jonathan, this has been so amazing. I, I'd love to talk. We, we could talk for hours on end. Uh, tell us, how do we get a hold of you? How do we get uh, in touch with your organization? Uh, sure. So just um, healthsecret.com, uh, welloflife.com is where we have all the different types of detoxifying. We, we do antiparasitic and all different things if people are using tools for that. Um, and I've got series, like, for example, Unbreakable, unbreakableseries.com that that's a nine episode documentary series talking about how people can strengthen their immune system during these times making sure they're not putting things in their bodies that are harmful injecting harmful things into their bodies making sure that they, if they have what to do about that how to how to mitigate the challenges that can come with that um you know combating cancer and alzheimer's and dementia um autoimmune disease you'll find that through a series like unbreakable unbreakableseries.com and then um and then you, through those channels, you can find all the other documentaries I've done on autoimmune disease, like autoimmuneseries.com. You can find the work that I'm doing on that subject area, on depression, anxiety, and dementia. That one's DA, so depressionanxietyseries.com. So you'll find the work that I'm doing out there and, you know, go with what makes sense to you, what you need right now. And that's just the entry wedge and that will, and just implement small things and small things will become big things. Well, Jono, thank you. Just appreciate your time. You're welcome, Kevin. Looking forward to many more conversations. Awesome. Same here. Well, thank you for your time. And there's a number of things that Jono really highlighted that I want you to take uh, stock of. How you can invest in yourself, become a lifelong learner, think about how you add value to your own life, how you add value to others, how you can make an impact and be significant through that. And there are more investing secrets that are quite powerful for you to build and maximize your wealth. As a matter of fact, I've created a free guide to help you to be more effective in your investing journey. It's called the top investing hacks the exclusive rich are not telling us. And I want you to take action right now by clicking the link in the description below. I want you to have this exclusive access so that you can understand the strategies and the tactics the rich use to maximize and grow their wealth. All right, it's time for you to experience financial freedom. The information contained in this episode are opinions not to be used as individual guidance. As always, consult your own financial team for your investment decisions.